right, guys, we are back in the Uh Uh-Oh podcast, and this time we have a special guest. He goes by the name of Larry Paz, and uh, this is the first time being on. What's up, Larry? Put the crowd, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) We'll make sure to do that. We'll we'll tell our editor to do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, what's up? What's happening? Yeah, editor, do that (laughs) shit. Yo, I, I'm not going to lie, bro. When I listen to the podcast, I always wish I was there. I always like, damn, I wish I could put my input. So now I feel like, yes, like I'm I'm here. I always feel like that too, though, when I'm listening to other people's podcasts. I'm always feeling the urge to like say something. Maybe that's the whole, like the 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 cherry. The cherry, is that a way, good way to say it? The good part. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's the, that's the docium, you know what I mean? That's like... That makes this whole experience that much better. The fact that you can't, if you're not. Is that your favorite part, the cherry? Okay, let's roll the intro music. <laughs> hey, what did Cinderella say when she got to the ball? <laughs> did you hear that no. on tiktok bitch uh, uh i don't know i heard that somewhere but i've seen a lot of kids do uh that joke with their parents and their like parents reaction is so funny bro tommy that's fucked <laughs> hey guys for those who don't know larry's actually the one who created the intro song so if you like that it's thanks to him yeah 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 you know that was a quick little were you about to compare the intro song no i wasn't Nick. <laughs> that's like nothing i was not nicholas okay <laughs> sounds like you were because you did that before but <laughs> well i i don't repeat mistakes all right shit so what was the uh, process larry of making that i mean i think you texted me and you were just like <laughs> yo can you make me a uh can you make an intro song for the for the podcast and i was like damn yo this is extremely important like <laughs> this is on the top of the priority list <laughs> and you you did make a quick right? ass like, that's wrong, literally a, an hour later he sent that track over and i was like oh fuck this is perfect even the timing i almost thought that you were like waiting for this moment like <laughs> i'm gonna wait for these <laughs> right he dropped me. everything <laughs> and it's fucking ready and it's gonna be so fucking good it's gonna blow their minds nah bro i just felt the vibe i was like yo yeah this is it right here like you know this this just makes it you know what i mean yeah you got the intro song you can't have a podcast without the intro song bro exactly and, that's why we needed it man and you got it yeah and yeah. i was like makes it official i was now our podcast became official because we have an intro song <laughs> <laughs> now nah, i was I, I felt cool i was like yeah damn that's cool at least they you know they incorporated me into it every time too yeah like yeah, yeah. you're there you're yeah. there that's what's up shout out to y'all you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you know what else you need to do you need to do a photo shoot for us so we could put on this damn uh oh yeah because now we just have uh oh on on the cover but we actually need photos on there true and you know what you marty has been a lot of a lot of a lot of people well not a lot of people but marty last time i was there i took a picture of you 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 got it on your your uh user oh yeah my profile. avatar my avatar is the picture you took of me yeah that's right oh Girl. shit there nick been digging he, he nick i seen he been digging in the files pulling hey, out some man, photos i can't go like, nowhere <laughs> i see you posting a lot of throwbacks what am i gonna do man bro like the life i live right now is amazing bro like 
I would not change it for anything. But I do wish I could incorporate like us doing shit and like creating videos and creating things together. Because I feel like for me, being a part of a team and working in that team setting and like being able to bounce ideas and getting, you know, creative with others. Yeah. That's that's my thing, bro. It's the best, bro. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. for sure. And it, it ends up making the work that much better because when you have different opinions coming at it different ways, then you're just going to sculpt it into a better overall project as opposed to just one head because it becomes very tunnel visioned if it's just one way of thinking. And even just like the experience of it, you know? Yeah. Just like like the actual work being put in, it's just, it's cool, bro. It's, it's dope. I, I be telling my wife this all the time, like, yo... I can't wait to get back like to shooting and like creating content as a team and with the boys and shit because you know this is shit that we've been on you know fuck we, yeah bro and i love the fact that we can trust yo, each other's like opinion you know because it's not like we're just asking a random person if they think it's funny or not like we understand each other's sense of humor so that helps a lot too yeah even our work ethic yeah. are like on set you know how to be and like you know we we all kind of grew up um together learning it together so yeah it's really dope yeah for the audience that doesn't know larry for the people that have been following us for a while they definitely know who larry is but people that are kind of new to this larry has been there he's like the creator of this pretty much you know what i mean like how how did you two meet because i came into the picture way later i came into the picture in high school and you guys met what like elementary school middle school it was around that time but we, we met in church but what was it middle school elementary I what think was it, it was i was in sixth grade i think when i first moved to florida and you moved directly to uh that pompano area where where <laughs> D- pompano deerfield actually actually yeah because uh deerfield church was like the first church i went to i met larry and his brother jonathan i think like yeah the first saturday i was there true and it was a uh, seven-day Adventist church, right? Yeah. So people in that religion go to church on Saturdays, for those who don't know. And uh, yeah, we, we just got along, I guess. I guess I was friends with his brother first, though. Right, Larry? Yeah. Yeah. So. You and my brother used to like always chill and shit, hang out. Right. And I think I was hanging out with Hoffa at the time or something. I was just doing my own thing. And then for some reason we kind of like like my brother started hanging out with half i think and i started hanging out with you way right. more often i guess our interests kind of like aligned more bro i remember when we used to go dumpster diving and we used to try to find like <laughs> anything bro <laughs> we used to be in the dumpsters bro looking for shit like we found like so many cool things bro but we used to really try to find is like little motors the little little motors i don't know why we always (laughs) try to fucking create little helicopters or like a little boat with a propeller and anything that had a motor in it you guys would create little helicopters and cars with motors out of like cds too i remember one time we were cutting up like (laughs) cds to make a propeller because we couldn't really afford to get like a propeller online you know so we would actually make our own propeller and try to make something fly or like create a little cart that just like we bro, attached a battery to it and, and it just went bro we spent hours bro like trying to build it, a plane bro like we were obsessed with planes we're like yo and we wanted like an rc car like an rc plane but yo at the time that shit was expensive for us like we didn't have no money and shit damn i remember in middle school the, the craziest thing i've made with my friends was um a potato gun 
with PCP pipe. I never got to do that. I wish I did that. Bro, that thing launched <laughs> so fucking far. Like a solid hundred yards. What what propels like what makes that pressure? I think I, I don't remember correctly, but it was like air, mistaken, right? It was, it was like was air compression. Yeah, it was air compression, but like eventually we started using I think nitrogen. So there's no engine. <laughs> what gun know. has an engine? Definitely not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he said a potato gun. He's like, wait, there's no engine on a potato gun? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I thought of like a flamethrower, but even a flamethrower nah. doesn't have one. Right? <laughs> it's all fucking yep. gas. I mean, I think a I think a potato gun is like is like pressure, right? Like pressure of the of the air and shit, and then it just like shoots it out. Bro, that shit launches far. I remember my boy got hit in the balls once with it. Like we were messing around, like building it still, and then we were testing oh it. Oh my god! And then he like was messing around. He put it to his face, and then he was like, "Oh!" He put it down to his balls, and bam, that thing went off. Hit him it, so hard, started crying. Did anyone come up to you and be like, it could be used as a weapon? Nah. If you put it up online, that you would definitely get those type of comments. Nah, yeah, for sure. But I mean, even back in the days, bro, this was like, what, 2000 and uh, I don't know, maybe five, six. Mm-hmm. We we're kids. It was different. Time definitely flew by, man. Now Larry's a dad. How is the dad life? It's amazing, bro. But it's also... <laughs> Why'd you look around because, before hold on. that? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're on FaceTime right now. Larry looks around to see if his wife is around. He's like, it's no, amazing. I just wanted to make sure that like <laughs> she wasn't coming out or like something was wrong. But it's amazing, bro. But it comes with so many different things, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It comes with a lot. What has been the, the hardest part? Damn, I don't know. There's a lot of hard things going on right now, bro. <laughs> Well, kind of, not really. <laughs> is it what you expected or is it different? It's different. It's different than what I expected because I think I, ex- I kind of, maybe I expected it to be a little harder in other areas and in certain areas I, I expected it to be a little easier. So it kind of hit me in, mm-hmm. in a different perspective, you know? Um, I think we were, I, I think there's so many different parts to just having a kid, bro. Like, it's not just having a kid. It's first your girl's got to be pregnant for nine months. And that in itself is challenging. And then you actually have to have the, yeah. like deliver the baby. And that is like the biggest challenge the world has ever seen, bro. Like, I don't know if there's anything right. more challenging than that. Like as a man, bro. And as a partner, you got to be there for your partner. Right. But like, there's not much you can do. Yeah, and it's almost like you're watching them suffer, but you know they're doing it for a purpose. It's emotionally crazy because you're going through this whole thing because you just went nine months going through emotional times. And then the last week of the nine months is emotional. And then the last, like, her labor was like 48 hours, bro. That means 48 hours, no sleep really Damn. you know what i mean like is it usually that long or was that like a special case it can be it can be because like there's a lot of different things that could happen there's a lot of different ways you can deliver the baby you can have it like normal you can have a c-section you, there's so many different criterias of like what can happen we prepared ourselves and we're like all right this is how it's gonna go you know we had a plan and for a moment there it was like our plan was done bro like there was no more plan like our plan failed really in a way it's it's weird to say our plan failed because like you planned something and shit didn't go the way we want we but did you guys have it. like i mean obviously you have a backup plan but did you guys ever have in mind 
beforehand that that would happen or no? No. So you like you almost went into that emotionally like like you didn't expect anything so it kind of like struck at you at once in a sense. Yeah, like we planned for one thing and that's what we're like, yo, this is how it's going to happen. We're going to have a normal everything is going to happen normal. This is what's going to happen. We're going to go from here to here and then we're going to come back home. And like that's where it ended for us at the time that's what we thought right we're gonna go to the birth center have the baby come back home usually at the birth center anywhere from like four to 16 hours of labor happens at the birth center usually people go home they like a percentage of them you know you go to the birth center they tell you oh yeah a percentage of people stay for only four hours have the baby and they go home and we're like oh shit this is amazing this is what we're gonna do this is this is gonna be us yes babe yes this is gonna be us like you, you know a words of affirmation this is us this is us we're gonna do. and at the time bro it was like we spent like 17 hours <clears throat> at the birth center nothing happened bro nothing like like as if it, like the same way she walked in she walked out and 17 like hours later 15 yeah, like 15, 17 hours later. Oh, she was later. in pain, though. She was having contraptions? or Oh, or yeah. Oh, yeah. The whole time, bro. Super pain. Contractions, contractions. And then she started having back labor, which is something that we didn't, I didn't even know about. I had no idea about what back labor back was. Back labor? Yeah. Which is like a what is that? terrible, terrible, terrible back pain throughout labor. Oh, wow. Terrible. Yeah. It's like one of the worst things that can happen to you during labor is that. Jeez, bro. There's Trust me. There's a plethora is that the right word to use let's look that up <laughs> <laughs> there's a plethora of things that could happen like bad and good you know what i mean like yeah we, we it didn't go as planned but the important part is that obviously we have our baby and he's safe and like everything went well quote unquote went well because the outcome was right after you have the baby you got to come home you know what yeah. i mean and like even at the even at the even at the hospital, bro, because we went from the birth center to the hospital, which was cr- crazy to have to drive there to the hospital after hours of her laboring, and she was like having contractions and like she was crazy, bro. Wow. And then she had to go and get a um, epidural, which was a crazy thing because in order for them to put the epidural in her back, she had to like stay pretty much still and not move at all while having contractions which is almost impossible bro like ah, that sounds so <laughs> painful bro we're lucky as fuck to be men oh my gosh yes. yeah when i hear that type of stuff bro we're so it's lucky. crazy like bro, what they go through even the fact of just not having periods not having to deal with that not having to get pregnant not having to give birth birth to me is one of the scariest yeah. things bro like yeah i feel like i would faint if i see uh my future wife giving birth Sure. you won't you won't <laughs> you won't you you know why you won't because you understand who you have to be at the moment damn that was deep <laughs> step up to the motherfucking plate <laughs> that's when you turn into yeah, a man bro. it's that mor- metamorphosis bro it's like you know what i'm saying you gotta step up you gotta be that person for them because you see her and she's going through it you're not even going through it. you're gonna fucking faint uh, i mean some dads do right yeah they do i i always <laughs> imagine honestly not always but i'd say since i've really been deep into filmmaking i've always wanted to make the birth of my child into like a mini little trailer for a horror slash thriller movie what the fuck i think that would be so fucking funny and dope and epic what do you mean looking like alien 
coming no, out no, of no, there. No, 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 no. Not even. Like, just imagine, like, you get, like, a slow little pan into a um a hospital. The lights start flickering. You put that ambience music. You know what I mean? And then you get flashes of your wife screaming, like, ah, ah. You don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. Yo. I would say you should do that, Nick. When you have a kid and you want to announce it on social media, you should definitely make a whole trailer. I so would. I was like, so the scariest things just happened to me. I had a kid. (laughs) It's perfect. It's perfect. I'm telling you. And then it'll be me standing like with the kid, but you won't see the kid and it'll just be me standing and then it'll be a slow little zoom into me. And then you just hear like some crazy stuff coming. You got to show a lot of blood, like the doctor's face, like splattered. (laughs) I'm telling you, that would be so epic. I would tell you, bro, that you would need a fucking film crew because if you think you're going to be able to film or do anything. Is that what you try to do? Yes. I drag the camera, the big ass camera. I drag mm-hmm. this bitch all along and like I, I, I did get it. I did mm-hmm. film the actual him like coming out of she had a c-section at the end of it but so i did film him actually coming out film him like his first moments took pictures or whatever yeah but like i had something totally different in mind but the moment shit started hitting the fan it was like impossible it was like there's no way i'm gonna grab the camera right now bro there's no fucking way the only reason why i was able to do that was because like we ended up having to go get a c-section or she had ended up having to go get a c-section in the moment bro it was so crazy bro this is what they do they tell you to sit and they're like all right we'll call you when it's time i'm literally sitting outside the room like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting you're by yourself too by myself by myself all geared up like wearing all the stuff right what was going through your head hold on hold on this is a very important <laughs> moment <laughs> that we're, we're skipping over right now bro what was going through your head and what was your mentality like waiting outside of that door can you hear your your girl screaming or can you hear anything what what can you hear all I could see is people walking in and out of it and people washing their hands and putting on suits. But how like, are they, are they just walking normally or are they like rushing and they're like, oh my God, John, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Like what's going <laughs> nah, on? No, no, no. The whole C-section thing, like people have planned C-sections. Like some people don't even want to give birth naturally. They're like a schedule C-section. I'm coming in on March 11 at 6 PM and I'm having my C-section that wasn't the case for us it was like our last resort you know what i mean like we tried literally everything bro everything in the book to try and get the baby out the normal way we tried nothing worked his head was down but he still had to been facing her back versus facing her stomach and those little things have like huge impacts on like her actually delivering right it was like a little intermission that i had between us getting the c-section and her just like having contractions and just waiting and cliff and i was just telling cliff like bro i feel fucking defeated bro i feel defeated like i lost like it was over bro like like i just felt like all i had left was gone like i had nothing left bro and when i was sitting outside i'm just like thinking like what the fuck bro i don't know if like my wife's gonna die i don't know what's gonna happen like so many different things could happen in that moment you know And, and there's plenty of people bro that they lose their baby, bro, because of certain situations. Like, she walks, she, you know, exercise, she's active, she's eating healthy. Like, we did everything, you know? But it, it just, I guess, kind of fold. That's one thing I'm learning is, like, you got to bend towards what's happening for you and, like, less trying to, like, you know, 
force yeah. it to be your way you can see inside of of your girl yes i walk in oh and, my god and I, you can it, see like your kid inside and they're pulling out no <laughs> not quite yet <laughs> but i definitely saw like i could see them like they had the cut already i saw it i'm just like oh shit and now i'm standing next to her and i'm like you know talking to her and trying to help her out and and like i'm talking to her helping her like baby don't worry like you got this da, 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 you know? i would be like babe it's oh my god it's really fucking bad over there you don't even want to know <laughs> i feel bad for your fucking girl nick oh my god you're so lucky that there's a towel over you because goddamn babe i've never seen anything so fucking bad but damn what a scary process bro holy shit and everybody in the room is telling me like hey like the baby's coming out look look so i could look and, I, and they saw i had the camera and actually i wasn't supposed to film this they told me not to film it but they're like look look, look the baby's coming out and i'm totally like talking to her i'm totally missing wait, 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 wait. they told you not to film it well they told me not to film behind the curtain which they laid a curtain like her chest on her chest up so she couldn't see it but her arms were out and i could look over the curtain but you mm. couldn't film over the curtain. But they said I couldn't film over the curtain. Yo, yo, that's funny because there's something that I've heard about that. I've what? heard that there's a way that they take out the baby. It's kind of rough or something like that. Bro. That's why they don't allow filming it. I filmed it. They've been getting like sued and shit like that. I filmed it. So everybody in the whole room is like, look, 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 look. And I'm, I'm over here focused on her. And, and she had to be like, that baby, look, like you're going to miss it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit. But yo, like I pulled the camera out, turned it on, hit record. It's suit. Like I panned up and like it went over the veal and like, bro, the moment, if you see the footage, you're going to be like, did you plan this shoot with everybody? Because it was so timed perfectly, bro. Wow. It's fucking crazy. It was like the doctor was holding Simba over the rock and all the animals were just cheering on. <laughs> so I filmed it. I filmed it actually happening. And then the and then the midwife grabbed the baby, put it on her chest for like literally like not even five seconds, bro. It was like two seconds. Like literally oh. threw, threw him on her chest. She held him. She was like, oh my God. And boom, they took him away cleaned them up a bit and then they threw them on me and they're like here hold them and i'm like what the f like bro i i don't like i've held a newborn but not like that you know what i mean i never held a newborn like that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and yo at that moment what was what was going through your head when you were looking at your baby in the eyes i was just so relieved bro because that was the answer you know what i mean it was like we just fought 48 hours and then we finally got the answer it was just a moment of relief, bro. We could finally take a breath and be like, oh, shit, finally, bro. And then that's when it starts again. And now, hold on, it's not done yet. You know, now, now it starts again. Now, now you got to go home with the baby or you got to stay in the hospital. They leave you in the hospital. Bro, this, they put you in a room and they leave you there for like a whole day. They don't even come check on you, bro. Damn. Yeah. Wait, what about food? They don't even give you food? Yeah, but they're, they're not the ones that are checking on you. You know, the people giving food, they're just giving you the food and they're walking up, they're going home, you know? <laughs> like, here's the food and get out. <laughs> here's your oatmeal. Can I get another pillow? Fuck off, ass Becky. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Jeez. I thought that was crazy. I'm like, damn, no one's here to, like, you know, like, kind of help it out, make sure that the baby's going to be good. But, like, it's crazy, bro. Because Kaizen, that's my baby's name, Kaizen. The moment he came out, bro, and like when we got to the room, he started feeding and he started, he knew how to feed, bro. How did it's he know instincts. 
how, bro, he didn't, he never ate in his life. He knew how to feed the first fucking hour of his life. He knew how to eat. I'm like, yo, that's incredible, bro. I know that we went through it and we had a rough time, but we are like beyond blessed because so much shit happens to so many people out there, bro. Yeah. Or even having an unhealthy baby too. Yeah. And your yeah, baby bro. seems perfect, bro. It's per He's perfect, bro. He got nothing wrong with him, bro nothing but it's almost like it's it, it almost is the perfect timing almost that's good that you said almost because it is almost it's not mm -hmm. the perfect you know? timing because there's so much other stuff that go beyond it you know like even as simple as like having my mom present bro you know my mom's not present like in my whole entire life i thought my mom would be present at least a little bit you know and she had her flights we were like two weeks ago talking about yeah like she's gonna come and then out of nowhere it's like no can't go no one yeah. could go nowhere you know so that's like a little unfortunate but at the same time it is you know good that we get to be home and like right everything is is good you know what i mean and yeah you get to be home and yeah. cherish every single moment with your kid and your wife bro yeah pretty that's much a beautiful thing you know you got to look at the, yeah. the bright side of it like yeah and you are you know like you get it you understand like your your mom's eventually for sure gonna get to meet him and spend as much possible time as you can with him so yeah yeah so what do you guys been doing we wake up multiple times throughout the night so and then we indefinitely wake up where we don't go back to sleep right but we wake up so we gotta feed him we gotta change him a bunch of times bro i don't even know this man be pooping so much bro <laughs> so much bro it's crazy how many poop like how many diapers go to waste bro it's crazy. How many diapers do you go throughout just in a day, would you say? Like, I have this bin where I put the diapers, and every two days, I got to change it, bro. So, how many in a day? More than 10. Oh, my God. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's weird because there's sometimes where, like, he has a little poo, so you change him. And then he really poops. <laughs> and you got to change him again. <laughs> you know? Damn. Like, last night, bro... I was changing him and he took such a, like, sometimes when he poops, it like sprays. Cause it's not like real solid poop. It's like watery poop. Ooh, and it's got them bubbles in it too, huh? It, bro, <laughs> he sprayed, bro. He sprayed all over the place, but he even got some on the wall, bro. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, you gotta have a little a little poop section when you change him. It's like it's like a little tent that's covered. It's like a shit shield. Not only a shit shield, but a pee shield. Cause he be peeing sometimes too. When you open the diaper and he like he feels the air peed everywhere, yeah. bro. Just peeing. I'm just like, oh my god. That's so funny seeing you go through that, bro. Like being a dad for the first time. That's so crazy. Damn, I just thought of a like a a, a TikTok. That's really dark humor. <laughs> of course you did, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine you're like holding your baby and like he pees on you and then you look at him and then it's a close-up of your zipper and then it's a close-up of you <laughs> <You're> <laughs> it's just like you dick. peeing you're a dick you're horrible nick oh god that's hilarious very few would find that funny <laughs> do you guys remember your earliest childhood memory like what is the earliest you remember shit i don't know what the earliest is i just have memories i can't tell you if it was like oh this was in <laughs> november of 95 and this mm -hmm. was in october of 95 isn't there like a specific moment that happened in your life that that was like the very first thing you thought of or like that you remember from your very early age no like even a location maybe you remember the very first thing you ever thought of 
No, that's not. Or what are I, you? What was the first thing you you remember thinking of? You remember that? I can't remember that. I mean, I remember. I remember getting lost in Walmart, and I tapped this lady, and I thought it was my mom, and it wasn't. And that freaked oh, I've me done out. That plenty of times too. I don't. That's know why. the worst. <laughs> yeah, I guess you really remember things that are a little bit more significant and stuff. I remember getting lost at the beach. I think I was like four, and you got lost. Yeah, at the beach. The beach was packed. It was in Brazil. Oh, wow. And uh, we were in the sand, and I went down to the water to, I guess, fill my bucket to build a sandcastle. But when I came back, instead of going straight to my mom, I went more towards left. And then I went to this lady that I thought was my mom, <laughs> just like you did, <laughs> just wearing the same bathing suit. No, I remember that. It was a black bathing suit, one-piece bathing suit. I'll never forget it. And then I like ran away scared because it wasn't her. And then I just kept running the opposite way from my mom. Damn, your mom must have been desperate. <laughs> oh, she was pissed when she found me. Isn't that some shit? You get yeah. lost and then you get a beating afterwards yeah. too. I've done that plenty of times where like in a shopping mall, I would just like look at stores and then I would randomly like just hold someone's hand and it would not be my mom or my dad. You just grab some, but would you just look up at them and just keep walking? Well, like not really look up at them and keep walking, but... I would like think that they're my parents and then just grab their hand, but they're not. I thought you just try to find somebody to, to adopt me. <laughs> my parents are lost. I am now your child. Right. I can't even imagine what that would be like, bro. What, losing a kid? Oh my gosh, bro. Yeah, that's some yeah, scary Yeah, I feel stuff. like I'll be so paranoid. Honestly, I would be the type of dad that I'll be like, hey, I'm going to give you this necklace or, <laughs> or this bracelet for your ankle. <laughs> And then it'll have a GPS tracker what? in that bitch. W- would you really put a GPS tracker on your kid? I would, personally. There's some crazy shit nowadays. Yo, there is crazy shit that be happening, and I'd be like, what the hell, bro? How? Kids get abducted and shit like that, yeah. bro. Fuck that. I'll definitely put a GPS tracker on my kid. I'll buy a state-of-the-art one. Looks like a fucking nice-ass necklace. How long would you keep that GPS for, though? I mean, shit, until, until I get him a phone. <laughs> so you're always going to keep tracking your kids. Damn right. Until until they're like, nah, fuck that. Especially if I have a daughter, I'm always keeping track of her. For sure. A lot of crazy ass dudes out there. What makes a daughter so different? Because, bro, like they're more vulnerable. You know, like they they can't protect themselves as as much as most men could. I mean, you're you're a special case, Marty. Your sister's definitely stronger than you. <laughs> for sure. My sister used to beat me up when we were little. Yeah, your sister's fucking strong, bro. Yeah. She's always been like that. He's a firefighter. Shout out to her. Shout out to Emily. And shout out to, to Joe. Grow with Joe, Larry's wife, bro. She's a fighter for giving birth. Yeah. That seemed like a crazy fight in itself. Yeah, buddy. I would just say, like, if you're going to have a baby with somebody, bro, just make sure you really love that person and that you are willing to do anything for them. Because mm. right. you will have to do everything, especially if something goes wrong. Or if something yeah. happens, bro, maybe two days ago, I had a moment where, I, where it all sank in and I felt like I like, you know, when get out when he sank in mm-hmm. that this whole thing, everything sank in for a minute. And I was just like, oh, shoot. Yeah. I really thought, oh, shit. But this was when it was like two days ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> a month in already. Nah, but I feel you. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like me moving to California. Yeah. Mm. I almost, it still really hasn't sunk in, especially now with this quarantine, it's not going to sink in for a while. Right. You know, even this quarantine, it's not really sunk in that we're in quarantine. It's almost like, ah, okay. 
you know, we're just we're just hanging out at home for a little bit, but everything's going back to normal in a couple of weeks, you know? True. You know, and this whole quarantine thing, like, although it allows me to stay home and, like, be a little bit less worried about, like, going out and trying to, you know, do whatever, it just added a whole new level of stress, bro, because, like, I live in a condo, so I got to go outside every day, bro, and there's hundreds of people that live in the same condo. It's just so much more stress, you know, when it comes to it. You got to touch shit. You got to come home. You got to make sure you wash your hands. You got to make sure this. You got to make sure your clothes is not the same. Like so many different things that you got to do right now that like, damn, son, if I didn't have just like (laughs) this much more stress, it would just be like that much easier. Yeah. Yeah, Because now even when I order food and go downstairs to grab it, like I immediately wash my hands right after. And that's like not a thing that we've done in the past at all. Like you would never think about doing that like especially since it's so fast you know but nowadays you just never know so you have to like be super cautious with everything you touch even just leaving your house like you have to know like as soon as i leave my house i know that i cannot touch my face until i get back home wash my hands. that is the hardest thing to do yeah another thing too is like not touching your phone too because like when you do touch your phone and then you wash your hands your your phone is like then contaminated which you didn't touch after bro the other day i lay down in bed and i thought did i wash my hands when i got back <laughs> like <laughs> i'd be fuck? having that thought multiple times a day for sure you know what i'm saying because we're just not used to like being that obsessive about you know cleaning our hands and shit like i don't even know but i don't even know what to say i had so many different feelings about it already that i at this point i don't know what's happening I just know that here in the last 24 hours, it got confirmed that they're moving up the quarantine or the stay-at-home order from um, the 1st of May to the May 15th. The governor of Canada said that it's going to be like this for a whole year. None of this shit makes sense. Are we going to get into conspiracies? No, now? I'm not going to get into anything. <laughs> I'm not going to get into anything, but it doesn't make sense. And if we would have... if. I don't know. I can't even say it. But what I was going to say is if we would have just did what China did, they spent two months, bro. And and suppo- I don't know. Supposedly now they're back to normal. I also don't know about that. I don't know about shit. I heard that there's, they're having a lot of cases now, though. Yeah, I heard they're having a second outbreak. And that's what somebody said today, that this shit's going to have waves. Well, I, I don't know if it'll have waves if everybody just catches the shit. But the thing is, they just can't catch it all at once. Because if they catch it all at once, that overwhelms the medical system. Yep. I don't know, bro. I have no freaking idea. What was the last movie you guys watched in the movie theater? The Joker. Was it? Um, Damn. That's the one thing I miss, bro, is the movie theaters, bro. I love the movie theaters, yo. Especially the ones that you can actually order food and order drinks. There's no beating that. My girl will not go to any other movies if it's not that. <laughs> Same for real. It's like a it's like a hundred dollar bill. I'm not gonna lie. It's a hundred dollar yeah. bill at the end of the night. It's a movie night, but it's a hundred dollar. You know, whatever. Yeah. But it's so nice, bro. It's fucking great. Man. It's hard to go back to like traditional movie theaters after you experience that. It really is. Yeah, bro. I used to. That's why Netflix and bro. Chill. I used to. I used to wait till Tuesday so I can get the seven dollar discount and I can go to the theaters, bro. Yeah. Not no more. Man, I remember living in Pompano. I just used to walk into the movie theaters because <laughs> they, I remember they stopped selling uh, tickets up front. So I, man, fuck it. I'm just going to walk in and pretend like I own the place. Worked like a charm every time until they stopped. They put more security up front. I saw that Harley Quinn. What is that? Oh, yeah. Was that good? Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool, bro. I mean, it, 
I feel like that movie was just badly timed because it was too much. It was too easy to compare it to the Joker. I saw The Invisible Man. That was the last movie I saw in the movie theater. What was that? What was that about? The concept was actually pretty interesting. Uh, it was this woman who like got away from her husband because I guess they were like an abusive relationship. But her husband was like a multi-millionaire and shit, and he had this technology to cr- pretty much make himself invisible. So he faked his death and then like kind of haunted her around like wherever she went i i don't want to spoil too much but that's pretty much the gist of it bro i love movies bro i i don't even can you imagine if we're like in this for another year like isn't hollywood not shooting no one's shooting nothing right now right everything is halted bro like no one's doing anything right now that's crazy because there's a lot of people like out of a job right now people that are like essential in the movie theater or in the movie the only people that i feel like right now in the entertainment industry that are somewhat reaping the benefits of people staying at home are people that make their living on social media online youtube not even bro facebook not even on youtube yes on youtube yes there's been a 30 percent increase in youtube but not on spotify and not on apple and streaming has not been up like Oh, no, no, no. Mu- not music. I don't think music has gone up because music has a lot to do with fitness. And people listen to a lot of mu- uh, music and fitness. People listen to a lot of music in the car. And that has all gone down. Yeah. Even podcast consumptions are down. Even for me, it was hard for me to listen to podcasts now. Yeah. Besides the baby. I don't. I haven't listened to anything. That's what I'm saying. Honestly. I've listened to the business, which is uh, this one podcast, but it's hard, honestly. Video is definitely being consumed more. Yeah. Bro, it's so funny to see like all these late night hosts turn into YouTubers. Like they're literally recording videos in their living room, like every other fucking YouTuber. And they have no makeup artists, you know, they have no fucking camera ops. They have no one near them. And it's crazy to see how these people like adapt. It's crazy how many different things are like adapting and we're going to continue to adapt and change. And this is it, bro. Like this is the shit that we've talked about. You know what I mean? Kind of like this is what we've kind of talked Not, about. But it is, bro. This is going to change the landscape of everything, yeah. even in the future. Like we're saying right there. But we do got to accept that this is the new normal. <laughs> I feel like we're going to break into war sooner or we later. We already are in war. <laughs> yeah but i feel like into like in a global we are where it's like country country versus country no nah, i feel like everyone's gonna unite in order to fight the war against the virus that's what it is we're in a different type of war right now bro now nah, we're not against the virus that's, we're 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 in a war against something we can't even see bro we don't even see it we don't even know we're in a different type of war, bro. Oh, yeah. This is a whole different type of war, bro. You know what I mean? Like, there's different stuff going on right now. I heard something along the lines where uh, there's a lot of countries that are pissed off with China because they feel like the their economies are going to shit because of China, because it, this is, in a sense, their virus, you know, hence Trump saying this is fucking <laughs> the China virus. <laughs> and so making that into like a thing, we can go to war with China. And not to mention that China has ramped up their military activity. If you guys had to live in another time period, what would you choose? I really like this time period. Bro. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy shit that's happening right now. But I feel like in what we do, bro, you know, we we all came from a, a humble beginning. So we wouldn't have the same opportunity if 
we lived in the even in the 80s you know yeah. what i mean or the 70s we wouldn't be able to create the videos we no, create and live not. off we what we live in the music we would have to follow the traditional system like we wouldn't be able to exactly we wouldn't be able to create our own path uh, by having an audience that would watch exactly. our creations pretty much it kind of makes me feel so weird because of the not knowing of the unknown because what they tell us is what they tell us is what they want us to know you know what I mean? What don't they want us to know? Yeah, well, plus, like, we were able to predict more of our future when things were normal. Now it's like, what the fuck? We have to change everything in order to, like, you know, uh, make this work. I just think for people out there, I think people just need to just inform themselves. Be informed and, and like, don't hide and don't run and don't like in terms of don't run and hide is like don't feel like right now is the best time to kind of like go in a little shell it's not the time to go in a shell it's a time to like let's let's like you know feed our minds the right things let's feed our bodies the right things and let's uplift each other and uplift you know we can't we can't go down right now this is the moment where we need to uplift each other and be like head up you feel me but if this is like the thing that the government kind of separates the weak links from everybody else you know because now that you're staying quarantined at home for x amount of time it really shows if you're a strong independent human or not you know that's true nobody is strong independent human bro we need the grocery stores we need the healthcare professionals we need everybody else we're not independently strong bro no we exactly. independently we can't do shit you know we have to remember that like we are we are you know because right now it's very very independent they want they yeah, everybody's fending for themselves right now it's not like they want you to have the mindset but in like just retrospect the automatic thing is like you're gonna take care of you and your family you're not even gonna talk to nobody in the streets bro you talk to nobody else you know what i'm saying like and that's where we're at yeah i definitely get that vibe like uh, the the only basketball court left at least in this glendale la area is uh in my apartment complex that i know of because every other basketball court they took down or they took down the hoops or the rims so i've been going out there and sometimes i see people there and just when you walk in they like try to stay away from you you don't even, like when you say hi you feel the vibe there's like a weird vibe and like don't say hi to me i don't want your breath like coming at me yeah no one's connecting anymore it's so weird bro it's so weird yeah bro even people we know like I, like there was some girl that we know that live in our building and we were downstairs with kaizen like in the car seat <clears throat> in the stroller and she came over and started talking to us bro i felt my whole body like her, turn into defense mode like no bro yeah. i don't i don't even want to talk to you bro i'm, I'm leaving everything super short because i don't want to talk to you because i don't know where you've been and yeah. that and, yeah, and and yeah. that's kind of like not the right perspective bro because right because we can't like completely isolate ourselves from one another you know not at this moment like yes we should because that's what the protocol is and yes we should but at the same time we have to have our minds like open for other things you know what i'm saying like i don't know i I don't know. I'm just. No, I get it because like we're we are stronger when we're together, and like you know when they divide us like this, it makes us weaker. Personally, where I stand, because I mean I'm in a very different place than where you guys are. Because Marty, it's you and your girl uh, at the apartment, and Larry, it's you and your girl at the apartment. So for me, I have roommates, and 
just like me, sometimes I have to go out and film something. I, I filmed probably twice in the past three weeks. Mm. And sometimes they have to go out. Like I have a roommate that went out to go see his family in Easter. And it's like, honest, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm as cautious as I can be. And I trust them that they are as well. But yeah. it's in God's hands, I should say. There's a lot of things that's out of our control for sure. Yeah, because like there could be a time where you just go outside and maybe that elevator might have had the coronavirus on it from somebody that pressed it and then you just so happen to itch your face or something. Yeah. You never fucking know. Obviously, be as cautious as you can, but it's like you said, definitely don't allow this to completely isolate you and not want to be around and throw that energy around that you don't want to be with people. Bro, I went to the... I had to go to a grocery store and I had to bring Kaizen and obviously my girl, everything. And like the first time I went there, I was in such a bad mood, bro. I was in a shitty mood, bro. And I, anybody that would get close to me, bro, I'll just be like, yo, back the fuck up. Like, that's my energy, right? My energy is like that. And then later that day, I'm like, damn, bro, if everybody's carrying that energy around, what's going to happen, bro? Everybody's going to be in a shitty ass mood with a shitty ass face, with a shitty ass energy dragging around the city. Like, nah, bro, like we can't all have that same energy. You know, we all have to have like that more of a positive uplift energy like yo we're gonna get through this and this is how we're gonna do it this is the steps we're gonna right, take to like do it night type right thing. even though we gotta stay back we still have to have the mentality that we're together in this right like we are all together we're, we're like everybody's bro, the whole world is affected by this shit well guys that's all the time we have for today's podcast thank you so much for listening in well i mean I, first i gotta say shout out to y'all you know what i'm saying keep this thing going strong i love li listening to the podcast and just being a part of it has been definitely something that i've been looking forward to so thank you for calling me out here and for everybody out there man just stay positive yeah. stay uplifted and just like yes stay at your crib yes kind of follow but also just learn take this time to learn something that you don't know begin a trait don't hide right now right now is the time to start a business to like start your shit right now is the time you feel me be because there are going to be a lot of people who run and hide bro run and hide in the sense of just like not do shit and feel like the world is over like nah bro we gonna be up here we gonna be grinding we still gonna be doing what we love to do until the world is actually over until this thing is on in flames we still going to be over here doing what we got to do, recording the podcast, shooting the videos. You know what I mean? Like, we still focus, bro. So, that's what I would say. That's some good advice right there. I got to tell myself, I got to prep myself every day. Like, get up and do something. Yeah, bro. And, you know, you guys got platforms, bro. You yeah. got audiences. May not be 10 million, but you got audiences. So, people listen to you. People mm -hmm. see what you do and they take advice and they listen to what you got to say and your actions they speak they speak on all that you know so yeah man well guys follow us on the gram at uh oh marty at uh oh nick and larry paz art i'm about to delete my right. gram I'm about to delete my gram I'm about to delete everything so don't even you could look on <laughs> Damn. Uh -oh. <laughs> no. Then what you then what you gonna be doing? I, no, <laughs> no, I'm still gonna be making music. So you can get me on a Spotify, Larry Paz on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. But besides that, I'm about to delete my Instagram, my TikTok, everything, bro. I'm just done. Damn. I'm just done with all that shit. All right. Damn. Well, I guess you can't find Larry. You can only listen to him on the uh oh podcast every now and then. <laughs> or on Spotify and Apple Music now or SoundCloud. Just stream it. Just listen to the music. That's it. All right, guys. We'll see you next week then. Deuces. Peace. Peace.